Hi, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? I'm here with a very, very special guest, ready to be petty's very own number one super fan. (laughs) 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 The only person I can count on to... (laughs) To like every one of my social media posts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Dana. Welcome, Dana, to the pod. Thank you. Thank you. Long time listener, number one <laughs> fan, first time guest. Very first excited. Guest. Yeah, that's a very classic podcast thing to say. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But it is actually true. Dana's ready to be Petty's number one fan. Yeah, also just uh, live it as a lifestyle, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> Everyone's getting me mad that I said that, but like, but like, it's true. let's crickets. Yeah, yeah. If uh, if anyone's petty yeah. with you, yeah. it's me. Yeah, absolutely. Dana and I work at the same office together. She just like toodles down the hallway. It's like, guess what? And I'm like, oh dear. And then I tell her some stupid story about an email that doesn't matter. And then we eat tootsie rolls in my office. She's shaking her head, but she loves it. <laughs> Tori once sent me a Snapchat buying a bulk barn mm-hmm. giant size mm-hmm. bag of Tootsie Rolls so that yeah. I would come talk to her. So if anyone yeah. is yeah. successful here, I think that it's me. Yeah, that's true. It's a bribe. Do you know why I have Tootsie Rolls in my office other than to get people to talk to me? <laughs> I thought that was it. Uh, what's the other reason? Well, I it's actually nostalgic in mm. Washington, where my auntie lives and where my mom's side of the family is from. There are these coffee stands. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but in like parking lots. No, I'm I'm not familiar. No, okay, we I'll I'll um, Google them for you afterwards. But it's like they're like these tiny, tiny, tiny little huts mm-hmm. in like strip mall parking lots or like grocery store parking lots that are. Like, it's just the barista and then the coffee machine in, like, a little cute hut. And they usually have, like, funny names. Like, in a film. Is that in a film? I feel like it's in, like, movies and stuff. They're, like, outside and it's just, like, coffee. And it's, like, a little Mm drive-thru. But you're walking. No. Oh, it's for cars. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking I think you about, can walk through, too. I'm talking yeah. about something else for <laughs> sure, then. That's okay, but it's, like, super cute. And when we were kids, there was this one by my aunt's house that we would always go to. And then my parents would get coffee. We were obviously too young for coffee. Is and there such thing as too young for coffee? <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Yeah, though. there is. There is. There is. Just like, to be clear. In a health sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not in uh, an emotional <laughs> yeah. sense. but there's like uh they would give you a little uh, chocolate covered coffee bean on the top Mm. of your latte and then for the kids they would give tootsie rolls that's so cute shout out to that bothel coffee stand that probably doesn't exist anymore uh, how much do I love a chocolate covered coffee bean? I know though? they should put those on the top of all coffees everywhere. I know, and we thought it was so personal that we would go there like all the time. So then, whenever I see Tootsie Rolls, it reminds me mm. of like summers in Washington. My auntie going through that little coffee mm-hmm. stand. Well, now Tootsie Rolls always make me think of you. Oh, that's so, so nice! What a fun association that I'll carry with me forever. When I leave this place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like death. <laughs> Yes, when I enter the next plane. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) She 
she refers to just moving to another city in Canada. Yeah, just to I, be clear. I do. I am moving. Uh, I am uh, not dying. Yeah. Okay, good. Just to clarify, because the, the listeners are already emotionally attached to you. Right, so. right, right. Uh, I'm okay. Thank you for inquiring. Uh, yeah. I plan to live a long life. I'll keep you posted if that changes. Or I'll keep you posted. Tori will let you know via updates if uh, something happens. Yeah, like a, a, a special this week in Patty. Uh, a breaking news bulletin from... They're ready to be petty podcast studio. Oh, that's sad to think about. But you know, if there can be joy that comes of my passing, that's all that I can ask for. Oh my god, Dana. Oh my god. Anyways, dark, very dark. Um. <laughs> so Dana and I, again, we are colleagues, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also friends. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting that you painted that second. Uh, yeah. We're definitely <laughs> colleagues first, then friends. Please do not switch them. People are going to be like, A, what office do you work in mm-hmm. that you're friends with all your colleagues? Dot, dot, dot. Not all. <laughs> and then it'll be like, B, why do you only have work friends? Yeah, good cue, good cue. Yeah, and I'll be like, yeah. You don't. You also have your sisters. And, yeah, yeah, family members. And champ, you yeah. know, call back to previous episodes. Uh, yeah, episode four, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, well, I think that that's actually something that I wanted to talk on the pod about. Not this episode in particular but I mean bring it up if you want to (laughs) just making friends when you're out of university Mm. shit is hard shit is so hard it's so hard I got a second job I was just gonna say I got a second job serving at a restaurant uh in an attempt to make friends and uh the girls that work there are so great and actually have become really close friends of mine yeah so it was successful yeah but frequently I'm like oh I just work here because I wanted to make friends and they're like but Dana why do you still work here this place (laughs) is awful and you've already made the friends that's actually it's something to consider it's a good cue I mean I have quit due to the impending move (laughs) but we're uh like a year and a half in now and yeah, this is it. but it's smart, like getting a hobby um, where you can like do stuff together, like take a class. Yeah, it's like dating for friends. Yeah, like you have to put in as much effort to find a partner as to find friends. Absolutely. Maybe that is why I'm single, <laughs> because I put all my eggs in the friend basket. Oh, my God. Well, as a sex in the city, um, like Samantha would say is. Sometimes your friends are your soulmates. I truly believe that. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. No, I I really feel that. I think that it's interesting. Like, have you ever, like, the apps? Have you ever considered going on, like, Bumble, BFF, or something like that? Yeah, I have been on the apps. Oh, my God. Not, I did do Bumble, BFF for a bit, but it just felt, okay, and this is my struggle, I think, with dating apps in general, is it feels so artificial. Yeah. And I struggle so much with that because I think that my personality comes across best in person. Same. Here's a fun fact for you. Every single job I've interviewed for in person, I've been successful for. Phone interviews, uh, I'm about like one in a (laughs) hundred, probably. No, I'm the same. Yeah. 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 Also, I think that my patience might be low sometimes mm, mm, for mm. Uh, the silly things that 
men say on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've never been on an app for dating or for friends um, because my relationship predates Tinder. <laughs> Bless your soul. <laughs> you're, so, you're one of the lucky ones. Right? But, like, the, the thing is, is I... I don't think that I could do it either. It doesn't seem like it's for me. I don't think so. I think, and this might be a little deep, but I think uh, the value of our work is in human interaction. Yeah. And I think that's where we excel. And I think it, because we such place such a high emphasis on it in our work lives, it transfers into our personal lives. And that face-to-face, like building those relationships with people is... Is just imperative. Yeah. And not that... I am knocking dating apps at all no. because I have seen so many people find no find me on Bumble BFF yeah, like next like, week like, and who knows how quickly yeah. we'll switch this opinion because yeah. we often do that. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Data was saying before we started uh, the the pre-show chatter. Mm. She was saying about how we often are like, I'm not going to give this topic or this, like, news story any of my breath, any thought or anything like that. And then, like, 20 minutes later, we're, like, still discussing that, like, singular yeah, we, issue. Yeah, we do this too often, I think. It's because we hype each other up. We 100% <laughs> hype each other up. Like, if I'm at a 100, I could get dated to a 100 in, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> I think it's because our, like, our working styles are so similar. Yeah. And, like, our personalities are pretty similar. Yeah. So we get fired up about the same stuff. Yeah. But if I've already, like, taken the time to be like, I'm not going to get fired up about it. Tori's right. Like, she can get me to 100 (laughs) instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah. We use a lot of, like, hand gestures and our voices. Like, we scream talk or, like, Mm -hmm. shout talk. We do shout talk. And we shout whisper. We do shout whisper. (laughs) Absolutely we do. We were doing that yesterday. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. We're we're great people. We're good. We're we're great to have in your corner. Yes. We're very loyal. Yeah. Yeah. We're loyal. Yeah, I've been described as a hype person mm-hmm. by Courtney, who was on episode 10, I Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I often, like, I'm not just verbal when I'm hyping you up. I'm often giving, like, a fist bump as well. Which she's currently doing. Yeah, and sometimes it even includes a snap. I hope you can hear that, because <laughs> uh, I'm bad at snapping. Mm-hmm. But it's like this, like, you know when you give snaps to people for, like, credit? You probably don't because I feel like that's only yeah. like a speakeasy or like yeah, people, a res life thing. People don't do that. I didn't learn that. I worked in res life on the east coast of Canada and then moved to the west coast and the snapping thing was brand new to me. Oh, so I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The regional differences between res life programs. Yeah. That's very interesting. But yeah, I, yeah, you snap. Are, you are absolutely the yeah. original hype girl. Yeah, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I yeah. just want people to do their best and succeed in life. Is or, that too much to ask for? <laughs> I mean, I think that's very kind of you. I think that's very genuine. It's my bleeding heart. This is what Dana and I differ in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no. She's not wrong, friends. <laughs> uh, Courtney frequently describes me as kind but not nice. Um which I think is accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like, I care a lot about the people in my life. Absolutely. And uh, will do anything. Yeah. But I am, I'm not nice. 
Like, I will tell it how it is. Yeah. You yeah. have some hard feedback? Like, sign me Bring up. Bring it on. Yeah, and that's where we differ. It I, is. I yeah. beat around the bush. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And this is why I have a podcast, because I hold grudges for years, because I don't verbalize it. <clears throat> and then it comes out on an episode of the pod when it was, like, something that happened 10 years ago. We, I do, I also hold grudges for a while, uh, but I'm fairly vocal about them, I think, is also where right. we differ. Where I'm passive-aggressive. Yeah, we both hold years-long <laughs> grudges. Yeah, yeah. Dana, one time, like, this is like a year ago, which she was like, you know how you have, like, an arch nemesis in res life? And I was like, yeah, like, need like you do not need to say anything more but we were talking about this the other day too uh about how these people don't know that they're our arch nemesis yeah this is something we've a narrative we've created on our own like a fake story yeah which again is like real feelings though yeah let me tell you yeah real feelings that still hold very true today but Mm -hmm. like it absolutely is fake narratives, just like how I'm like a famous podcast host. I think that that's true, though. Right, right, right. Do you not, did you not see all the people that came to the pre-show VIP <laughs> chat? <laughs> if I hosted a live show, which one day maybe I will, it'll just be <laughs> first in line. I'll buy all the tickets. It'll be Dana, and then like the people I have to force to come, like my boyfriend. <laughs> My other friends, my family members. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. They're my number one supporters. We've chatted about this a lot. About <laughs> Tori just being more confident about the pod. Yeah, absolutely. One story, since you guys know that we work at a university, one story that has not blown our minds this week. No. Like, the absolute opposite is the Lori Lachlan and Olivia Jade and Felicity Huffman and whoever her kids are. <laughs> don't know, don't care. Scandal um, with uh, university admissions in, it was the U.S., but there was some Canadian colleges as well, oh, I think. Oh, interesting. I did not hear that. Yeah, or at least some mm. Canadian people mm. um, bribing U.S. Um, universities and colleges. So if you guys don't know, the Aunt Becky <laughs> character <laughs> from Full House and the uh, now cancelled spin-off Fuller House, uh, Lori Lachlan, which I thought her last name was like Lolan mm-hmm. or something like that. But I knew that it was Lachlan. I have such troubles pronouncing words. Why is there a G in there? I don't know. What is what is that from? I don't know. It's probably um Irish. Irish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys celebrated well, as this will air after that time, I'm sure. Yes, yes. I hope you had a safe and fun um, St. Patrick's Day. I hope you ate a lot of that gold 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 coins. coins. Some green beer. Yeah. A classic. Yeah. yeah. So fun. I love St. Patrick's Day. Uh, You're impartial? I, yeah. I would say I'm impartial for sure. I used to love it. I think that it, uh, like, is... Have we culturally appropriated St. Patrick's Day? But are we all Irish anyway? (laughs) I'm just confused. If someone can shed some light on whether or not this is good that we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, please, please leave some comments because I'm confused. This can be a learning moment for the both of us Mm -hmm. because 
A, I am I am part Irish. Yep. Um, same. From the Lurgan um, North Ireland mm. region. I have no details for you on my Irish heritage. Heritage. Mm. My mom and I started a like a family tree on ancestry.ca. Oh, careful. Who Sponsor knows? the pod, please. <laughs> So we can catch some more serial killers, am I right? Oh, is that how they find serial killers? <laughs> what is this pod about? Who will know? Uh, that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is really interesting. Oh, we should connect about this yeah, after the yeah, pod. offline. And I can tell you all about it. Yeah, it's, oh, Yeah, really? so basically they pulled like family members of the Golden State Killer and they traced back the DNA and oh, then God. cross-referenced... These people with timelines, locations, oh ages, my God. those kinds of things. Yeah, and then they snagged some DNA for him from him. Yeah. And it matched. So if I'm building, like if I have a serial killer in my family and yeah. I'm building this <clears throat> inventory in my family, I should stop. Well, <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on if you want to protect your serial killer family member. <laughs> My reaction would be everyone should put their DNA in there. And I think this might be controversial probably, but I think we're reaching a point in the next 10 years where they will just take DNA at birth. Oh, and we'll I'm just, fine with that. Wait. I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, but you know there's people, the people that yeah. are still taping over their webcams. Oh, no, no. Mm. Like right before you got here, mm. I had a post-it note, but it fell off. Tori's a <laughs> webcam taper. Um, because I'm always, like, like not appropriately dressed, mm-hmm. like, picking my nose. Yep. <laughs> that can't be revealed. I'm a famous <laughs> podcast host. That's true. That footage would be leaked instantaneously. Yeah, I'm not worried sure. about racist tweets. I'm worried about my... <laughs> Your nose-picking scandal. Yes. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. You know, and people, I don't want to shame anyone if that's a perspective they want to take and tape their webcams yeah but we're entering in an age i think where privacy is a hot commodity and maybe not guaranteed yeah literally it's so interesting that's just things like i don't care about Mm -hmm. (laughs) same but like a lot of people really do care about it a lot of people do care about it i think that people care a lot about things that i think are problematic so yeah yeah absolutely that's like the basis of this podcast absolutely yeah yeah Uh, this is me being petty about people taping over their webcams yeah yeah Um, and this is me getting called out on air (laughs) which is how our daily relationship works out so so. true but it's like called out in a meeting yeah called out at survivor Mm -hmm. called out over the group chat (laughs) anyways should we let's loop back Let's get back on track. We were talking about, well, that I'm part Irish, and think, so is everyone else. Kate, that's right. I we were. I thought we were going all the way back to the college uh, admission scandal. Kate, right. I just want to say one thing. Sure. Is that a is that? <laughs> I get the Irish thing is like. Is I don't, that I don't know. Because, like, I honestly think you're probably right. Because how is that any different from Cinco de Mayo? Okay, this is my thing. Yeah. Is like, what are you using St. Patrick's Day for? So, I have yeah. used St. Patrick's Day to get wasted. Yes, yeah. That's the only... And, like, wear green and put on, like, a really bad accent. Yeah. 
Yeah, and eat those gold coins. Yeah, and drink that green beer. Yeah. So. Yeah, and wear like Mardi Gras beads, but they're just green. No, I can't relate. No, I can absolutely relate. I was shaking my head due to the fact that the more we talk about it, the more I am concerned. And judging (laughs) yourself. Yeah, and also, yeah, yeah, I had some memories come up on Facebook of. Same, same. Making t-shirts. Yeah, same. In first year. Yeah. Uh, And wearing like little shamrock mm-hmm. headbands and a little like shamrock that. temp tattoo yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah like left like a burn mark on your <laughs> face what's in those again if anyone has any information about this please yeah like it's literally like the worst adhesive and like everything i it's like everything i did in in high school and university was just bad for just me just like you bad bad we made it out we did we did but <laughs> barely barely Anyways, back to the university admission scandal. Why I wasn't shocked is because I th- I just thought that this happened yeah, in the I, real world. Yeah. Uh, I think it's confusing because we watch celebrities give money to schools all the time. Yeah. Like millions of dollars. But yeah. what we're talking about is, I guess it's the difference between a donation and then your kid magically gets in yeah. to bribing people and photoshopping photos of them on a sports team. Yeah. Like if I could photoshop myself into crew rowing pictures, like I would be stoked. Like I would be like that's a dream, honestly. That's the dream. To be athletic. Uh okay. Yeah. That's a dream for sure. Yeah. I think what is wild here is that these celebrities were so desperate, like Lori Loughlin, so desperate to get her daughter into USC when her daughter is a YouTube star. And an Instagram influencer. Again, what more do you need in life? I'm J- JK because that seems like... Kind oh, of a- see, can I Photoshop myself <laughs> into that life? Is that... That's the dream for me. No, I think it's like if you wanted to go to university, that's great. Mm-hmm. But you should go... I think it's always so funny because people always want to get into like a top tier university. But it's mm-hmm. like if you don't have the grades and the work ethic... It's um, like you don't get to go then. You, you don't get to go there. And also you're going to not you're gonna fail like you're not gonna succeed once you're there well she what's her olivia jade yeah olivia jade skipped the first week of classes so that she could go to fiji yeah and dana told me that and i was like oh are you referring to the hollister sponsored fiji trip that a bunch of the youtubers that i uh watch went on like oh yes yes you are if you have a career then why why now also yeah because it's like if you have a career but you don't want to close the like the door on other opportunities why not ride out your instagram influencer youtube star days Mm -hmm. like get that sephora makeup collection money and go to university when you're like 30 or it's like uh hire an investment manager invest your money never work again yeah this buy is, a university buy a university <laughs> you buy your own college degree later on yeah yeah leave your mom out of it is that still a felony <laughs> <laughs> oh right 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 yeah yeah and this, uh, this is a conversation we have all the time too as students is is university the choice for you absolutely does this make sense yeah yeah sometimes it does make sense but later down the ro- road once you figure some shit out and sometimes 
a technical college or a different trade is the best bet or not attending university at all to each their own to each their own you know everyone's journey is different but I think there's a lot of news reports coming out too about um, these parents that were bragging about their kids accomplishments and how successful they are and these kinds of things and it's like I'm not a parent, so I'm yeah. not gonna preach on parenting because they seem to not like that for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like, like I've got some thoughts, but, but yeah, having, I won't share them. Having interacted with uh, at this point probably thousands yes. of first year university students yeah. that have come from both good and bad parents. Yeah, just just support your kids. Yeah, in whatever they do. Yeah, it doesn't help them if you are pushing. So it's like those. It's like those teen movies where the dad is pushing the son to play college it's ball. Like, let Troy Bolton yes. sing in the musical. Yeah, yeah. Let Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, in a Cinderella story, um, Austin Ames. Go to Princeton. Go to fucking Princeton. And not buy his way in there. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just, you've sewered yourself here now too Lori Lachlan yeah you've been fired you yeah someone has filed a five five hundred five hundred billion dollar lawsuit against Yale it's also like get over yourself yeah I think it's like now you have no university and no um like celebrity career yeah all of her instagram sponsors have been pulled yeah also possible like impending jail time Ah, yeah, it's stressful. And sometimes you make a decision and you think you're helping someone or yeah. you think it's a good choice or yeah. you're trying to bail somebody out of a problem. Yeah. But you're really just, you've dug a hole that now you're going to have to live in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just interesting because, yeah, I always just thought this that this type of stuff happened, but... I never, I don't know, it's just like, oh, the rich getting richer, the rich getting more successful, but it's like, here's some taste of your own medicine. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something we see systemically, too, is um, people are like, oh, look at them and their accomplishments. Like, they're not just rich. Like, they didn't get this because they were rich. Like, they worked hard. And you're perpetuating this fake ideal yeah that isn't possible yeah absolutely then you have people that don't have access to equal opportunities just view the superficial photos or videos that someone like olivia jade would post and be like wow she has it all rich riches success and she got into like she must be hardworking because she got into a university and then people strive to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. The people that they're telling to pull themselves up by their bootstraps yeah. have studied and For gotten years. the grades and can't yeah. get into these schools because spots are going to other people. Yeah, yeah. And the people are like, wow, that girl has it all. Or did she buy it all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would argue at this point that <laughs> yes, she did. Okay, this was like another thing. This is like really judgmental, um, but um, that won't stop me from saying I it. I mean, what's new? But I didn't know that Lori Lachlan and Felicity Huffman were like rich enough or successful enough to do something like this. Uh, to be honest with you, I did not watch Full House or Fuller House. Neither. Uh, I know Lori Lachlan from when she played the mom on the 90210 reboot. reboot. Yeah, duh. And I thought Annie's that mom. she was absolutely. And uh, Dixon. 
yeah. I thought that she was a B-list actor. Same. Well, best. isn't she, though? Like, who's to say? Me. <laughs> I would say yes, but I yeah. think you're absolutely right. Where is this money coming from? Yeah, because it was $500,000. It's like, girl, Yeah. you could just hire a tutor to help yeah. her get into a regular school. Yeah. Olivia Jade has frequently commented that she doesn't even want to be at university. Yeah, yeah. And it's just sad when those opportunities could go to other people. I know, I know. And I think that's another thing is, like, really listening to when people are like, yeah, I don't want to go to school and stuff like that. Just give it give it some time. Mm-hmm. People don't have to go right away once they've graduated high school. Like, they can take some time off, figure out what they want to do, and they'll be much more successful and way more studious. Life is long. Yeah. You know, there's lots of time to do these to do these things, to go to these schools, to make these decisions. Don't dig yourself into jail time. Yeah. To send your kid to university. Do you just think the mom will go to jail possibly or do you think she, the child will also go to jail? I guess it depends. Yeah, how there, involved she was. There's one of them uh, don't ask me who or <laughs> whose parent it is. This could be something I made up in a dream where the child didn't even know that they their <gasps> parent had sad. paid off and they thought they had just gotten into the school. Oh, no, that's so sad. And then are you creating these false expectations for an average person to believe that they are the epitome uh, of success? Yes, but isn't that like all celebrities? I also think this is what's happened to me. Oh, no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, just just joking. Just joshing. No, but, like, it actually is funny because I see, like, I love to watch Spencer Pratt's Snapchat stories, Dana shaking her head. I think you're too young for, um, like, the hills and Laguna yeah. Beach and stuff like that. That's sad. We should do a rewatch, to be honest. But, um, There's so many shows to watch, Tori. I know, I know. So little time. Which is a great Mary Kate and Ashley show. Mm, have seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very good. Yeah, Heidi and Spencer have some questionable parenting tactics, mm. but they like pump their kid up so much. And I'm like, he's literally just taking like a sip out of a water bottle or like going down a slide. And not that you can't like pump your kid up. I should cut this out of the podcast. No, no, I'm but it's like, shaking you're my head. The best. Because I like, absolutely agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm like cringing. Yeah. And again, Tori and I are not parents, yeah. so we are not taking a hard stance <laughs> yeah. on parenting. Uh, yeah. But Me- we've seen successful people enter yes. university, and we've seen unsuccessful people yeah. enter university, and I think that's where we've. Uh, created a lot of these perceptions about parenting but um there has to be balance I think in any uh, relationship that you have like an equal balance between um building someone up and bringing them back to reality yeah like the queer eye folks Mm -hmm. like 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 like, that like what I do for you on a daily basis brings me up with the pod cuts me right back down (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah and I just think that in 10 years, we might have a podcast and it's episode 322 and we are apologizing to the listeners. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. too, I think, is if you have found anything alarming in what Tori and I have said, we are always willing to learn. So uh, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of learning moments in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I already feel better. Wow. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. 
yeah, so we're university professionals, if you couldn't tell, and um, we were not surprised about the university admission scandal. More confused than anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we'll um, keep you posted on if there's any interesting updates. Mm -hmm. Another thing that Dana and I frequently talk about is our love for Blue Dick. Oh my god. God. Specifically below deck Mediterranean. <laughs> and if you didn't get my spot on South African accent um, of Bilu Dick, I apologize. You're clearly not a... Is there like a below deck fandom? Like, are we deckies or like... Oh my God, I love... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yachties? Yeah. Well, yachties are what they, uh, they are. are. Yeah. 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 I think we could call ourselves deckies. deckies. If you're a deckie, yeah. hit us up. <laughs> Literally hit us up because we will talk about below deck but it, 247. <laughs> okay, so I very recently... This show has been on for years and years. Yeah, I started um, watching Below Deck Original in like 2012 or something. And I started watching Below Deck Med in... February of yeah. this year of she, 2019. She's gone through the full three seasons. Yeah, so we started with Med, which yeah. I think might be controversial for people. It is. Uh, we started with Med because it was three seasons, so that would enable me to get caught up before season four premiered. Um, and I also uh, really liked it, but we're st- starting uh, Below Deck Original it's probably so this weekend. Good. So. It is so good. For those of you who don't know, it's a Bravo TV show. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, Below Deck Original, which usually films in the Caribbean. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? I say Caribbean. Okay, in the Caribbean. Unless it's Pirates of the Caribbean, and then I will say Caribbean. Okay, Mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. So they film in the Caribbean, and then they had a spinoff TV show, obviously in the Mediterranean. Mm -hmm. So it's about a crew working on a gorgeous multi-million dollar yacht, And it's just kind of what their lives are. So it's interacting with guests, what their kind of tasks are, and all the drama that ensues. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful vistas. Yeah. Like... Spectacular. It's it's all that you could want in a TV show. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so they live, work, and play. Yeah. If you will. Yes. On this yacht. Yeah, and I think that's why we relate to it so much, because there's an element of our work that we do in it, Mm -hmm. with the living, working, and playing. Um, Dana's shaking her head. I'm, like, confused. Uh, I think that (laughs) you're right. There are some aspects we do... Like, relate where to. we work. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably about where the... Compa- uh, in the lack of sleep. Yeah. The Below Deck crew yeah. sleeps very little, yeah. as do we. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's probably, I think, where the comparison ends. Probably. The Below Deck uh, crew does a lot of relationship building between themselves. Yep, yep. They hook up. Yeah. They fight. Mm-hmm. We mostly uh, watch TV and lay down. Yeah, and eat food. There's very little fighting. There's very little (laughs) drama that focuses around our relationships. Yeah, but so we watch it on the TV. And the characters, it's like, how did they find these people Mm -hmm. that are like A, deckhands, or stewardesses Mm -hmm. or stewards or stewards Mm -hmm. we'll just call them stews stews the gender neutral term (laughs) for stews um and it's like how did they find these crazy people Mm -hmm. and how are annoyed are the other deckheads (laughs) the other yachties yeah 
that are um, working on the boat but not on the TV show. Okay. Uh, Below Deck Med, there are a number of uh, Greek, in the first season, I guess, a number of Greek people that work on the boat as, mm-hmm. like, the engineer. Yeah. And, you know, they do uh, the real work. Yeah, the boat I would work. argue. Yeah. Uh, and they do this thing where they'll introduce them in the first episode and then you never see them again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, they're just behind the scenes while they're, like, arguing and, like, out drinking. They're Mm -hmm. probably, like, wiping down the boat. I don't know, doing all the boat work. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, like, think of all the terms I've learned for all the boat stuff, Mm -hmm. but nothing's coming to me, and I just sound like a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many boat terms I've learned. Um, Well, like, bosun. Yeah, that's... Anchor. Uh, Okay, sure, yeah. When the anchor goes back up to the boat and they say... The anchor's in the pocket. Yeah, I love that. Or they're like three, three, three notches. Shackles. Yeah, 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 yeah. The number of shackles uh, yeah. that you need to put in the water for the anchor. Yeah, and they're like color coded. Like green mm. is like good, and then all of a sudden it's like orange when it's like getting getting too low. Yeah, and then red when you need to stop. And Bobby made that mistake once. Oh, I have so many things to say about Bobby. Yeah, there's this really interesting cast because there's usually well, there's always a cook. And then the chief. A chef. A chef, sorry, yes. I'm so sorry. Adam, (laughs) Ben, like, don't at me. I forget. There was a few other ones on Below Deck, but, like, not memorable enough. Yeah. There's chefs, and then there's, like, the chief stew, the second stew, the third stew. And they do, like, guest service. Yeah, they do the interior Mm -hmm. of the boat. And it's just so funny watching them interact and blow up on each other. And there's this, um, the chief student below deck med is Hannah. And she is honestly good at her job. She is. And that is probably a controversial opinion because she gets a lot of hate on the internet for being the villain. But here's the thing. Here, Here's my uh, real take on this. Yes. I think that Hannah came on to the first season of that show and was just who Hannah is, which I think is a, uh, she would do great on Ready to be Petty, I think. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Hannah, call us. Yeah, (laughs) Hannah lives for the drama, which I think is absolutely fine. She's also a really hard worker. She's super hard worker, especially in the first season. Yeah. And then I think that the internet painted her as as a character. And I think we see this a lot in all reality television shows, where the first season of the show, you get a really genuine or... As genuine as you get on reality yeah, television. Yeah, like representation. Yeah, like very authentic. And then once we see the internet response and people's response to viewing that, uh, Hannah was painted as a villain and then has, in my opinion, morphed a little bit. To, yeah, like played into it. Yeah, because yeah. I would imagine that that would hurt your feelings a little bit. Yeah, and I think that she realizes that if she continues this, like, she's, like, the star of the show now. She she's, absolutely is. She's the only cast member that's been on all four seasons, um, including the fourth one coming up. And I think that she's been, like, okay, well, this is my character and mm-hmm. everyone loves this. Like, I'm going full send. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And then she starts making some silly mistakes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which, Dating a, a deckhand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interacting with a guest while on charter. That was a bad move, especially because she ripped Danny in season one for doing yeah. the same thing. It's not more a good, or less. It's not a good look for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I'm. I would be interested to hear 
like how much impact the producers have on this show. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it's interesting because they tape, so you know how they do, at least I believe, they tape all of the ITMs, which are in the moment. Mm-hmm. So like the face the face-to-camera yeah. interviews um, are sprinkled into the show mm-hmm. after, after that it's aired, whereas in The Bachelor, they do it in the moment, mm-hmm. hence the name ITMs. Mm-hmm. So I think that in terms of that, I think that that's pretty real. Mm-hmm. And I love they have, like, webcams. Not webcams, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> ce- like cameras on the ceilings mm-hmm. and in the rooms and stuff like that. So... Yeah. You get this, like, real-life feel. Below Deck Med, slash Below Deck, if you're listening, I could do with less footage of them changing. That's so weird. I don't need to see them changing. I don't I don't need that. That's weird. Like, I get the point that it moves the story along. Yeah. It's like, we need to transition from them like cleaning the day boat. Day to night. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning the boat to um, welcoming like guests. dinner service. But it's sure. like, why couldn't you just have, like... The guys fixing their ties and the girls like doing their hair to indicate. But sex sells. Sex sells. People probably watch that show just for that little one second glimpse of someone. Let me tell you what else sells, Tori. Sexism. Absolutely. Mm. Let's chat about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on this show, it's. It's rampant. It's rampant for sure. I also think there's a couple characters that are a good foil for each other. Yes. So in the first couple seasons, we have Bobby. Mm. Bobby's from some small town in the States. He was a firefighter. Yeah. Is... Like, seems like a genuinely, I'm going to say, nice person. You thought he was a nice guy in season one, and I was like, just wait. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah, and Bobby, like, this, ah, it's so tough, and how much is learning versus your socialization? I think if Bobby could do, like, a year-long retreat somewhere where he could <laughs> learn about what, mis- what what misogyny is yeah. and his daily impact, I think that he could make a full comeback. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, he we meet him and he falls in love or like fake love because it's not real. In, infatuation. Infatuation with this girl who has a boyfriend. Julia. Julia. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. Like, I'm not interested. And then he like constantly berates her. Yeah, the whole season. It's like, why are you flirting with me if you have a boyfriend? And she's like, I'm just trying to be your friend. Yeah. He's like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, this makes me uncomfortable. And she's like, stop talking to me, basically. Yeah, she's... And he doesn't. He does not. Yeah. And he also uses, like, a lot of misogynistic terms when Mm -hmm. he's arguing with people. Especially other men. Yeah, yeah. He's like the definition. He was a firefighter Mm -hmm. in his, and like EMT role in his previous gig before Below Deck. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, he was the definition of toxic masculinity. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, would like cry. Yeah. Like it would be like pent up and then it would just like all come out. It's just weird. It's And people are complex. Yeah, and I think Bobby needs help. Yeah. And not to say that you still have to take responsibility for your actions, whether or not you have been raised a certain way or whatever. There's always opportunities for learning and you need to be doing that learning. But Bobby was very problematic, would also, you know, call 
the girls really negative things if yeah. they were out and yeah drinking and yeah. Yeah. yeah once he got intoxicated it was just a bad time yeah absolutely on the other hand yeah we have colin 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 is a sweet baby angel yeah he yeah. is i would say very similar to bobby like is a man from i think he's from new york though but i well i think bobby is from like the east coast yeah 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 like Boston, I no. feel like it's a small town. Yeah, yeah. But he gives off small town vibes. He does. Yeah. But Colin is very close to his parents. He lives uh, like two minutes away from them and sees his mom most days. Yeah. They call him Collie, which like it's just adorable. It's so cute. It's so funny. If it was any other person, I'd be like, ew, ew. grow up. Like yeah. that's disgusting. But I'm like, Collie. Little Collie. Like his, his parents surprise him like on the boat. Like it, it's a, so proud of it's him. It's a six week gig. They yeah. fly out for like two days yeah. just to see him. They're so proud of him. And he also is infatuated with or really likes this girl on the boat named Brooke. Yeah. Who's in a relationship with another problematic misogynist Joao. Ugh, my god. But we won't. I I can't. We can't go there today because we're too emotionally attached to that one. It's just, we'll see what happens in season four. I'm hoping for some growth, but. Yeah. If you uh, had to spot a serial killer, though. It would be Joao. Yeah. There's a scene where he's fighting with Hannah and she makes some comment um, and he's holding a wine glass and the wine glass shatters in his hand. And like he, how fuck he, claim, he claims it was a bad edit. I claim that that is the most psycho thing I've ever seen. It was insane. It was so scary. I was scared and I was watching like in a, in a safe place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Colin likes this girl on the boat, Brooke. Yeah. And he... Not a fan of Brooke. Not a fan of Brooke. No. She, yeah. She, Brooke <laughs> is also problematic. Yeah. But Colin is just friends with her. He tells her once that he has feelings for her. She does not reciprocate. And he moves on with his life. He writes some fun raps. Yeah. He is, you know, someone is not problematic when we get to the reunion episode. Yeah. And he spoke once. Yeah. yeah. About something completely unrelated to himself. Yeah. And it's just... And know what he didn't bitch about? Getting friend-zoned. Mm-hmm. Putting the blame on the... On the on woman. On the woman for not liking him. He was just friends with her and yeah. moved on. Yeah. yeah. He didn't harass her. No. No. He didn't take it personally. He was sad. He was sad. He was and sad. And that's okay. Yeah. 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 But you you process those mm-hmm. feelings and you move on. Mm-hmm. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Don't add us. Actually, at me. I would love to fight with you on Twitter. <laughs> Literally, there's no one I would rather fight with than like Bobby or Joao on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Joao is from, where is he from? Like maybe South Africa? Yeah. No, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. There we go. Just to be, I just want to clarify that there are other people from South Africa. I just wasn't like randomly guessing. Countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good clarification. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's from Zimbabwe, and it's very, very interesting how the same issues 
like he has the same issues as someone who grew up in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like it's just prevalent. It's mm-hmm. universal. Yeah, there's two girls on the third season that he's interested in romantically, Brooke and Casey, and he flirts with them all up until the point where he just kisses one of them. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, this is the one I'm dating. Yeah, and then continues to flirt with Casey. Yeah. Tells her at one point that if Brooke hadn't sat down and he hadn't kissed her, it would have been her that he was dating. That was bad. Don't you know that this is filmed? Yeah. Wow. But it's like he had no concept. He during the reunion he kept saying, "I didn't know that I was playing a game. I didn't realize that I was playing a game with them." And it's like that's literally playing games one hundred and one. Like you are. The worst. Yeah. Like, how dare you sit there and tell those girls to their faces that you didn't know you were playing a game? I think the most annoying part also is that he's so much older than them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you should know better. Yeah, he did this bit where he, like, stormed off during the reunion and was like, I'm sad. It's it's like, like, never come back. Fuck you. Literally never come back. I think he's billed for season four. And now he, yeah, yeah, will be back for season four. I'm hoping for some serious... Like, a nice character arc. Maybe he's learned something. Uh, Adam improves so much from uh, yeah, season yeah. two to season yep. three. Yep, yep. That's true. That's true. That's true. So I'm just praying that there was some learning and growth. Yeah, we're holding out the tiniest little bit of hope for mm-hmm. you, Joao. Um, but yeah, tune into Below Deck Mets season four. Please do. It's actually, I think it's like a runaway hit. I think it's mm. one of those like, I don't know, it's not cult classic, but it's like one of those TV shows that isn't like one of the most famous ones, mm. but like does really well. Like yeah. has a really like loyal mm-hmm, followers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. following. Yeah, I would agree with you for sure. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. Oh, sign me up. Yeah. I also like don't watch a lot of reality television. It's not where I have a couple like niche shows that I, they're not niche. Do uh, you, you don't consider like guys grocery games or anything? Reality <laughs> TV? No, those are game shows. I guess uh, so. If you would like some good food network shows, yeah. uh, guys grocery games, 10 out of 10. Beat Bobby Flay, excellent content. But yeah, I would consider those more game shows than I would. It's like some of them are like a mixture. Like Dana and I watch Survivor. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I think, a mixture of reality TV and game show. I would agree with you. Because it's like, it is a game show, kind of like Big Brother. Mm -hmm. But like, really what a lot of people tune in for Mm -hmm. is like the like interpersonal relationships or like the reality TV aspect of it. And like... How much do their interpersonal relationships relate back to the game? Well, that's the thing is that they're so intertwined, which yeah. people only realized like a, f- a handful of years ago. Yeah. Sillies. It's so weird about how... So Survivor is on season 38 and... <laughs> that's so wild. I just thinking it's, about like it how... It premiered what? Summer of 2000? and one I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was either 2000 or 2001. Either way, eons ago. Eons ago. Our first year students this year were born in 2000. Wow. When you put it that way. (laughs) Well, I think it's like, it's like the game was pretty, like there was the 10s, the 20s, and the 30s. It's like people didn't realize how much their relationships or their Mm. social game impacted you should have been on the the earlier seasons you would have done so well do you why on the earlier ones you have such a good you would have been ahead of the curve 
with the relationship building. I always think that, but I'm like, or do I steal these genius thoughts from other people? Oh. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you're pretty genius on your own, Tori. I, <laughs> thank you. Wait till she, yeah, cuts me down I know. In five uh, can we edit this yeah, out? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that it's, like, it's really interesting because then I think in the last, like, I would say maybe from 27 on to 38 um, in Survivor Seasons, it's just advanced so, so, so much. Mm. Like, it's just, it was, like, light years, whereas the first, like, 10, 20 seasons were pretty, not static in gameplay, but really focused on strategy um, or survival and competitions. And then it's really moved into social strategy, which is Mm -hmm. something that really interests me. Mm Because, again, that's the little slice of life that you see out on the island. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there's three categories of reality television. Yeah. It's like game shows. Yeah reality slash game shows yeah your survivors and your big brothers yeah and then straight reality television which is like the real housewives uh keeping up with the kardashians Kardashians. yeah Yeah. i agree wholeheartedly yeah and i don't watch a lot of just straight reality television but i love below deck more than words could possibly describe i know (laughs) it's so good and it's so addictive and it's just like it's fun and it's mm-hmm. light and it has that aspect of like travel porn. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It like gives you a window yeah. into both the lives of yachties, which I think are really interesting, but also these guests that are renting these boats, these multi-millionaires that yeah. can afford to rent a mega yacht in the Mediterranean. And it's, yeah. it's so interesting. No, it's fascinating. It's something that I hope that more people get into. Me too. Yeah. I've been preaching the good word of Below Deck. So <laughs> here are my two new things. Uh, below yeah. Deck, this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> These are the only equally, things I talk about. Equal in production value. I would um, agree. Equal in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Equal in interesting participants. Can, do you think I should become the villain of the Ready to Be Ready podcast, podcast Empire? Uh, sign me up. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Right now we currently don't have a villain. Unless I'm the villain and I just don't know it. No. That's the worst type of villain on reality yeah, TV. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Our group of friends all watch Survivor on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. together. Yeah, there's five of us, sometimes yeah. six. Yeah. It's really fun because people watch it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. It's another really good, like, all-around good show because you have the survival aspect, the competition aspect, the game aspect. What else? I don't know. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people just come for the friends. Uh, so we do this uh, thing yeah. before we watch the episode where we'll cook dinner together, which is really nice, too. We'll, it's so nice. We'll pick something new every week. So this yeah. week we made uh, tacos for dinner. So we it had chicken so nice. tacos and beef tacos. Yeah. Lots of toppings. Yeah. It's so fancy because um, we both live alone. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to cook, like, nice substantial Mm -hmm. meals when you're just by yourself yeah and I think Tori and I both like cooking so it's nice to be able to yeah for other people yeah like I love to be able to like cook for someone else yeah yeah serve a meal yeah Mm -hmm. that's so true it's really fun 10 out of 10 would recommend yeah it's so great it doesn't have to be survivor if you could just like pick a show you wanted to watch with your friends yeah go on bumble bff and like hooks it's so nice hooks to new friends what should we do for dinner next week do you think 
We often do breakfast for dinner. Oh, it's a great one. It's we make so waffles. Good. Tori makes a great like fruit compote. Compote. We do bacon. We should do sausage. Oh, it's so good, you guys. My mouth is watering. I know. Same. I'll edit. <laughs> the, sound. The, the sound of the my sound mouth. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's so good. I've never hosted it once, to mm-hmm. be honest. I hosted a lot at yeah. my home. Yeah. I, I like to host as I like to cook. Um, I also like to be the center of attention, if you're curious. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's like. Mm. Yeah. Another thing Tori and I have in common. I've been, that's so I've true. I've been begging for weeks to be on the yeah. pod. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, Dana hosts a lot. And being at her house, like for me, I'm super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I get it. I get the unspoken rules that Dana has. So I have... Unspoken or spoken. They're pretty verbal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have got the vibe or not, but I like to be pretty transparent. And my house is usually spotless. Oh my God. It is spotless. Like I was like, my house is in fucking shambles this morning. I spent all morning cleaning. Not actually, but I did spend like 30 minutes. It looks great in here. It's Thank very you. clean. Thank you. And I don't like when people touch my items and you're like, Dana, why do you invite people over to your home then? Literally. <laughs> and I like them being there and I like to clean up after dinner and often people will very kindly offer to help me clean up and... We do it wrong. It creates more work for me. Yeah. Yeah. The dishes are rinsed properly before they go in the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to pull out that petty side of me that's like, hey, you can go sit in the living room. Please, please stop. Or you just like, not you in particular, but you in general, like the general <laughs> you, like people. I'm about to be sewered. Get ready, folks. Just take the plates, the cutlery, the cups, etc., out of the dishwasher mm-hmm. and then like re- stack them or like re-put them in the correct spot yeah in the dishwasher. like people will load the dishes and then once they've sit down they sit down yeah i take them out rinse them and put them back where they're supposed to be yeah because there's one thing that pisses me off is because when i put my cutlery in my dishwasher i put all of them upright and i put them with the eating part down down okay why do you do that because i put it up because i think it gets cleaner and i put them down because when i take them out of the dishwasher yeah i don't want to be touching the part that people are going to oh, put in their mouths interesting mm-hmm. well won't be feeding dana lunch today <laughs> yeah oh very interesting so this is what i think when you're offering to help someone clean up at their house yeah. post dinner don't <laughs> here are helpful things you can do one rinse dishes yeah i think that's a great one yeah. that's an easy to do especially if you have a dual sink you can rinse them in one put them in the other yeah uh, simple two non-controversial please ask where compost goes Ooh. <laughs> i usually keep a bowl that i take immediately outside yeah because it gets smelly and i don't like that but i do like to compost but sometimes people will sneak food scraps into my garbage yeah and i won't notice until oh no she's adding me right now <laughs> oh no i think that's me because i just forget mm, interesting yeah i don't know who it is i'm gonna i'm I mean, I do know who it is, but I'm not going to, again, Well, all will be names. revealed this Wednesday. <laughs> but I know I'm going to get, my our our group chat's going to be lit after yeah, I see what everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, Survivor you know, crew no longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've killed it. Yeah. Um, just like ask people what they want. Yeah. I think it's just building the culture of consent yeah. into cleaning up in other people's homes. And touching other people's stuff. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. I really don't like people touching my stuff. I think that... 
it's just so funny the different types of people we are all with. Because mm-hmm. Courtney, it's like, like our friend Jim, he's like, oh, where could I put this cup or this plate? And she's like, oh, just stick it wherever. And Dana's like, no, it has this like singular spot next yeah. to this other singular thing. These glass go on this side of the cupboard. These yeah. glasses go on this side. Yeah. It's just so, so funny. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just funny because then you go to someone else's house and it's like asking a million questions. It's like, why do you have to ask all these questions? Just put it wherever. Just put it on the sh- the cup shelf mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like... Just the haphazard yeah, cup shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we've learned we've mm. learned better. Yeah. We've uh, honed our mm. guest skills by asking yeah. more often. And always offer to clean up just as like a general tip for your life. But respect what people are saying. When people say no, there's nothing you can help with, just have a seat. Yeah. Just have a seat. Have yeah. a relax. Yeah. You know, put yeah. your feet up. Yeah. If they like that. Because it's so funny. If someone came over to my house and used something, I'd be like, oh, just put it in the sink. Yeah. Because, <laughs> but that is actually an out. So I can do it later. Mm-hmm. My way. Mm-hmm. My way or the highway. This is where Tori and I really bond. Yeah, yeah. Because- and also where our biggest controversies come from, <laughs> I think. Because it's like just talking about this my anxiety level is out of 100 mm-hmm. because I would have the exact same thing in my house my hands are like class I know, in like, my lap her like knuckles are white <laughs> like she's <laughs> there's no circulation left in her hands here's what I think we should do I should yeah. create a tutorial video that people should watch before they come into my house I thought that mm. I had a guest stay with me a few months ago mm. and I did a how to use my espresso machine Mm. like word doc yeah i love it that's nice that you even let them use it yeah yeah (laughs) i'm so giving so kind (laughs) so kind (laughs) that's so funny yeah i just thought that it would be it would be best if i wrote a few Mm -hmm. simple instructions Mm -hmm. down and then i had everyone read through them to see how user-friendly they were yeah as we do with uh, most things yeah yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely always get a second Um, eye on things i would like to clarify that i love my friends and i like when they come over to my house yes and we will still come. Well, Perfect. it might just be me. Yeah. <laughs> just Tori. But I'll be there with bells on. Mm. No, I think that's like too funny. But it's so true. Mm-hmm. I've never been the type of person to, yeah, it's like I want people in my space, but then I can't leave when I want to leave. Have you seen the signs? It's like, welcome to the party. Please leave by nine. Yes. Where do we buy those? I know. We, yeah. We, we should do a bulk order because yeah. I feel like we have some other friends that we can give those to. It's like, anyways, you guys, it's time. Our friend group's actually really good at that. If no, it's like, yeah. it's time for bed, we're like, okay, yeah, night. They're great. Most people yeah. leave by nine anyway because it's just like, we're tired. Yeah. We're tired humans. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday. It's midweek. We, mm-hmm. We've we got things to do. We've got work to go to. Yeah. On Thursday. Yeah, we do. <laughs> If you guys have a fun recipe that the Survivor mm. crew should try out. Yes. Something that has multiple parts that people can purchase. Yeah. 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 It's easy for us to cook on the weekdays. And here there are dietary preferences. <laughs> Stop. I'm just kidding. I am Tor- like... Tori's not kidding though. I'm not. We had <laughs> uh, an unexpected guest, an out-of-town guest join us on Wednesday. Yeah. And afterward he commented that there was... No regular sour cream option. It was just fat-free and lactose-free. And he just thought that that was interesting. 
<laughs> no, that is really interesting. It, it, it's like, and that's actually so true. It's like, whatever we're trying to do, it's like, what meal can we make health, super healthy that it's like, what meal can we make lactose? Everything has to be peanut free. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how can we put all of the mushrooms onions onions tomatoes tomatoes like on the side kind of dressing or sauce yeah yeah everything on the side we once did um a few weeks ago we did a uh, baked potato bar that was a hit if you're looking for a meal yeah we did pulled chicken on them oh my god that was fire Oh my gosh, that was so good. Now I'm just getting hungry. I know. But if you have a fun recipe for us, like hit us up. We would love to recreate it. That'd be some good content for Mm -hmm. the socials. I know we've asked you to hit us up about a lot of things this app. Um, I think that it's like a bit that I do because mm. A, no one replies or says anything <laughs> except for Dana. Like she came into my office and she's like, here's the thing about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> like, let me break this down for you. Yeah. And so I think it's just like really funny because I think it I think it's funny personally mm. where I'm like, let me know what you think. No one lets me know what they think. Or it's like participate. Here's what I want Tori to do too. Yeah. I want more Insta stories. I want to see Tori's day-to-day life. If that's something you're interested in, also hit us up. Because yeah. no one will. Right now, I won't have to do it. Right now, I'm the only one asking for it, and it's not yeah. getting a lot of traction. I promise live updates on hot celeb stories mm-hmm. and things in pop culture. Honestly, folks, it's really nerve-wracking following. Also, it's just like 99% of the time, I'm makeup-free, acne full out, and I'm in my Cruella DeVille house coat. Uh, and yeah. you guys deserve to see the Corella Deville house. Coat. Do they though? Absolutely, <laughs> it is spectacular. Uh, it's so. It's just like you know when you film and you're like, oh, like it's just the angle, and then you like raise it up a little bit, and you're like, it's not the angle. That's what filters are for. You just slap a filter on yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. I want more day to day Tory life. I will commit. Yeah. Ooh, spicy. Let's yeah. Hear it. Yeah. I will. Um, I, okay. A, I think I would say A and B. A and B. A is that you get a lot of Snapchat stories. Mm. So you do get lots of daily I do content. get a lot of daily. About my mustache, how yeah. I look like a sickly prince in my bed. How much would you guys want that on the Ready to Be Petty Insta? So yeah. much. Yeah, I will also take, yeah, mustache removal tips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> always soliciting advice. Just but, to be clear, Tori doesn't have a mustache. Like, i so, so yeah. dramatic. No, yes, I do. I think that's very kind. Like, I actually love that you just said that, but it's because we're I'm in, like, up, a sh- I'm straight up looking at your face, and there Yikes. is no mustache. No, we're just in, we're not in a properly lit room. Oh, do I need a magnifying glass? No, we just need, like, more sunlight. Mm. Yeah, and a good angle. Anyways. <laughs> or bad angles, if you will. Yeah, yeah, good point. But I will, this week, commit to posting a live update or some good Instagram story content some funny bits some bts of the pod maybe we'll send you a snap of survivor wednesday what we're having for dinner oh my gosh that would be so fun i will definitely do that (laughs) one last thing we wanted to chat about is some of the ready to be petty content Mm. um which i think you can tell because it's woven into this episode (laughs) um a lot yeah i think so Mm. Well, weaving, 
has some type of like skill and elegance. Mm-hmm. So maybe weave isn't the type of the, the word I was looking for, but there was, I don't know, themes that were brought up that I think are really interesting. Mm-hmm. And this week was the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Halsey won the 2019 L'Oreal Paris Fangirls Award. She had a really interesting speech about fangirl culture that I think is really interesting and a lot of people ask me about about the pod. Mm. That was sarcastic because, again, no one asks me about things. But I pretend that we have these conversations all the time, which I guess it's just me monologuing to myself. But I'm hoping someone gets something out of this. Halsey talked about this interesting concept of a fangirl and how that is used as a negative term Mm. often to minimize or demean demean and diminish Mm -hmm. the interests of women and I think that that's something that I've talked on the podcast about before about how I am getting over that I'm embarrassed that this is the type of stuff that I'm interested in but also that it doesn't mean that because I have a podcast about Uh, pop culture and celebrity gossip and fun light things that are sometimes viewed as superficial, that there isn't a deeper meaning behind those things or a message that we can all learn where feminism is important and that you can talk about it at a in academia and at an academic Mm -hmm. level, but you can also have a an easier way to digest that information. And I think that's one of the message, the messages that I want from this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think we did this definitely in this episode, just looping together, like some of our favorite reality television shows with characters that are misogynistic and the impact that that has on other people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that often people will say that, you have to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be... Like, you can't, like, reality TV show if you work at a university or those kind of um, dichotomies. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's not true. We've learned over time Mm -hmm. that humans are very complex people and you can have many layers of that. And just because you engage in something doesn't mean you can't have thoughts or be up-to-date on what's happening in the world Mm -hmm. or being an ally or just being aware of what your behaviors, how they impact others around you. When Halsey accepted the award, she said, I think that the word fangirl for a long time has been used in a very derogatory way. I think that if a young woman likes something, then in the eyes of the rest of the world, that makes it stupid or it makes it unimportant or invalid. But as a former fangirl and as a person who is lucky enough to have fans of their own, I know that this is very much the opposite. And this loops back to another time that I talked about Harry Styles mm. and his his interest in fans, particularly female fans, and how people are quick to write off their interests but he says that their thoughts are valid and that why wouldn't we listen to a group of people that is very vocal about what they like and what they don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in like a business sense, who spend money on a lot of things. Absolutely. So like tapping into that audience. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that is something that I struggle with every day of wanting to be my best self, an ally to all, mm-hmm. and 
be really cognizant of some of the automatic thoughts that I have that can be hurtful to others or like learned thoughts that are inappropriate. And I think that that's something that I work on daily and this podcast has made me a lot more aware of what my thought processes is Mm -hmm. or it's made me really aware of some of the thoughts that I have that I'd like to change so yeah I think there's a lot to be said for what is your initial reaction or your initial like instinct or response to something and then taking the time to be like does this make sense yeah is this appropriate yeah how did I learn this Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely why do I truth yeah Yeah. why do I still have this thought Mm -hmm. yeah I agree wholeheartedly and that's something I know we talk about it, about things like reality TV Mm -hmm. and all of those kind of fun things, but really those generally are a microcosm of the world and you can really see how people from all different backgrounds interact and Mm -hmm. that's what we also like to dissect. Yeah. And you know, you can be both. Like you can, you can have it all. Absolutely. You can be well-educated and work at a university and also uh, dissect keeping up with the Kardashians to a level that is a little unhealthy, probably. Absolutely. Is that fourth wave feminism about having it all? Mm. I think it is. Okay, let's do it. Anyways, it's been a slice. Thank you so much, Dana, for being on the pod. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Uh, Thank you, thank you. You can listen to Ready to be Petty each week on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, via your Alexa or your Google Home, and basically every other podcast app out there. You can follow along on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RTBP Podcast. Liking, commenting, and subscribing and leaving a five-star rating on iTunes helps the pod find new listeners. And we want to hear from you, as you've heard throughout this entire episode. As always, I'm Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon.